Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well this week. For this week's episode, as you can probably tell by the title, I wanted to talk about saving money and specifically saving money in college. I think I should probably start a series called College Life and include basically just college tips underneath that. So if there's any other topics that you're interested in knowing more about, specifically surrounding being in college, um, going to school in New York City, I'd be happy to answer those questions. Just shoot me a DM on the Instagram account and I will add that to an episode. But these are kind of generic tips for today's episode on things that I've noticed in college and specifically little areas where you can save not really thousands of dollars, but maybe a couple bucks here and there that add up because they're recurring expenses, for example. And I do want to include a disclaimer that I know that for a lot of people, it's the cost of college as a whole that is too much. For example, tuition and then the cost of living at school, whether it's in an apartment or a dorm. So in no way do I mean for this to come off as privileged or insensitive because I'm aware that these are really small areas that you can save money. Um, but I've noticed that these are recurring expenses for many college students and that sometimes there are better ways to, to do things that I've now learned after living away from home for an entire semester. So these are five hacks to saving money while you are away. My first tip is to cook. So I know that this isn't super convenient, especially if you're someone that is working multiple jobs to try and pay for your education at the same time. But in general, cooking saves you more money than a meal plan and especially eating out. And let me explain why. So obviously for complicated meals, this may not be true. If you're buying super niche ingredients or you're buying a lot of ingredients, maybe it is going to end up being more expensive than just buying a few meals out. But I did some basic calculations for a ham and cheese sandwich, for example. So Dave's Killer Bread at Target, I did all of these based on Target, which actually does tend to be a little bit pricier of an option from what I've noticed for grocery shopping. Sometimes going to small local grocery stores or Trader Joe's even, for example, can be cheaper just because they have so many options of what you can buy. But Dave's Killer Bread at Target, for example... 16 slices, not including the ends of the bread. I sat there and I counted in the picture is $5.69 for a loaf. Sliced ham is $2.99 and there's four servings. There's really four and a half, but let's just assume you can only make four sandwiches. Sliced cheese, 12 slices is $1.99. So the total is, assuming we go off of the ham, you have $10.67 for four sandwiches that you can make with that. One ham and cheese sandwich at a deli is already around $4 with no extra ingredients left over for you to use. So if you were to buy all the ingredients for a ham and cheese sandwich and assuming you have some variation of that that you're okay with eating for lunch four to five days a week, you will end up with leftover ingredients for the, from the bread and the cheese and also it just saves you more money long term. And I know it's not sustainable to live on this type of diet, but if you are in a pinch and you're looking for an easy meal to throw together and that is why you're often opting for things like eating out or a meal plan, there are ways for you to circumvent that and make really simple meals for a cheaper price. And so I think that eating out, especially, maybe this is specifically for New York City, but it can get really expensive really quickly. When we do our groceries for a week for my roommate and I, it comes around to be around 40, 40 to $50. And that's with us just buying what we need for meals that we're specifically making throughout the week. And yes, sometimes we do opt for buying more expensive things such as almond milk as opposed to regular milk. So of course there's ways for us to decrease our grocery bill even more if we wanted to. But assuming we're going to 
make the meals that we want to make every single week. We're throwing in fruits and vegetables, which again, in New York City, the price for that is pretty expensive because they're bringing them in from other locations. Actually, this is something that's crazy to me, but an avocado is $1.99 in New York. So I have not been eating avocado toast at all this past semester. Um, Even in California, it's usually 99 cents for an avocado, which is pretty pricey for one fruit or vegetable. But that's like double the price in New York. Um, But regardless, it is expensive to live in the city. So I've noticed that cooking is a lot cheaper and that there are definitely ways, even when you buy groceries, for you to cut costs by opting for ingredients that are not premium, if you want to call them that. The second um, tip that I have is to pick up food. Um, Here's the thing. I have DoorDash once in a while this semester. I would say maybe three times in the span of four months, especially when it gets super cold or during finals. I DoorDash once specifically. I see how it is super helpful. But that delivery fee and the processing charges and the tip, all of that adds up. And I believe that you should tip your DoorDash driver well because they're getting your food to you safely. And in the city, a lot of them use bikes and it's they're biking in the rain and I don't know I just believe that tips are super important too but of course all of that money adds up when in reality if you go pick up the food you could get away with just a tip no delivery fee and no processing charges so what I've noticed is that I prefer to pick up food when possible eating out is super necessary I honestly can barely think of things to eat as it is so definitely eating out once in a while is an experience that I look forward to and especially I think when you're eating something that is more affordable for example Um, We looked up the cost to DoorDash Taco Bell one time just to see what it was. And the delivery fees costed more than the meal itself. So if you're looking to things like fast food, it makes so much sense to just go pick up the food yourself. It gives you a break and you can eat something new. But to avoid all those extra fees and to save as much money as possible and just basically only pay for your meal, pick up food when you can. And that does require a little bit more planning. For example, if you know you're not going to want to step out at night, maybe you're going to go have to pick up the food a little bit a little bit earlier and heat it up when you do want to eat it. But I would say that that's worth it if that's going to save you $15 in the long run. The third tip that I have is to find the cheapest way to do laundry, even if it's a little bit more work. Um, And the reason that I'm saying this is because my apartment charges a little over $5 per load of laundry. I went from doing one to two large loads a week, changing my towels like twice a week, at home to keeping everything to an absolute minimum one load like never washing my sheets I know that may sound gross to some people to college students it probably doesn't if you're an adult listening to this not washing your sheets one time in four months probably sounds like absolutely horrendous horrendous to you but that's the truth of college and um I can't afford or I can't afford in the sense that I don't want to spend twenty dollars washing my sheets every month um Obviously, this does require hyper cleanliness on my part, so I don't get into my bed or onto my bed with dirty clothes at all. I honestly try to avoid going into my room if I'm wearing something that is unclean. For example, I've gone out in it or worked out in it. Um, But in dorms, I've heard that it is about $3 per load. And in a month, if you are doing, for example, four loads, um, that eight extra dollars could be put to trying a cool new food in the city, wherever you are, um, or maybe you're saving up for a small purchase, you want to buy something new. Basically, it doesn't seem like a lot of money when you save two dollars every load, but in a year that does add up to a substantial amount of money that you could use for a different purchase that could be put to not doing laundry. So if you live close enough to a dorm, use other people's resources. 
If you're a student, you can likely scan into the building yourself. Just put your stuff in a suitcase and do your laundry there. And this goes for other stuff as well, such as utilities, literally anything that saves costs. If your friend's bills don't go up because they have unlimited showers, for example, in the dorms and you're going to go work out in a dorm that your friend lives in, just take a shower there if it's going to save you on your utility bill because you're working out six times a week there and you only take one shower in the apartment. All you need is a swipe into a building in that case. So honestly, why not do that? Um, But I do want to say that with some of these tips, you have to think about it. And I guess this is the economic side of it. But what is the opportunity cost? And in this case, I think a lot of the opportunity cost is time. So that's why I said that for picking up food, for example, finals week, just DoorDash because Honestly, that fix 15 extra dollars if it's going to take you 30 minutes to get the food and come back and that's 30 minutes that you really, really need for studying. Think about it to yourself. If that 30 minutes is worth $15 because you're going to get a good grade in the class, just DoorDash the food. With the laundry, if you live like 10 minutes away from your friend's dorm and you really don't feel like it's worth it to go back every single time because it means stepping out of your apartment more and it's like a waste of time because you're unable to quickly get things done while you're waiting for your laundry to finish just pay the two extra dollars and do your laundry in your apartment with all of this I'm just trying to give you good tips of what I've noticed you can do and alternatives that I've seen other people using um, that have helped them save a little bit more money but I also understand that as college students sometimes convenience is king and if that's the case then go with what's most convenient because your time is a resource just as much as your money is. With my fourth tip, I wanted to go into transportation because I think the biggest concern sometimes is making it to class on time. So if you can, use school resources for transportation. Ubers are insanely expensive, I think, no matter where you go, especially around colleges because demand is so high to get back and forth from places. If you live in a big city, Ubers are expensive there for so many reasons. If you don't live in a big city and you're trying to get to one, again, Ubers will be expensive, especially going to the airport no matter where you are. But many schools have shuttles, buses, safe rides, all of that to major cities, to the airport. I think if you're going back and forth really quickly and convenience, again, is the reason that you're doing it. $10 for an Uber if it's like late at night is not a big deal because your safety is what's most important. But if it's coming to something like you're leaving for the airport in the middle of the day and you don't really have class, if you can pre-book that school shuttle or wait for the school bus that can get you to the airport. Yes, you might have to wait longer, but if you're not losing out on anything, it's a really great way to save money, especially because a lot of times airport shuttles for students are at a significantly reduced cost or maybe entirely free, which is much better than paying 80 to $100 for that Uber ride to the airport. My fifth and final tip is to calculate the cost of housing in various situations. So what I learned with living in the city is that dorms may not be your cheapest option. Dorms at NYU are incredibly expensive. Some of them don't have air conditioning. The meal plan is actually, and I've noticed this with a lot of my friends as well, the meal plan ends up being more expensive than just eating out or cooking a lot of the time because with the meal plan, I think it's about $13 for every meal swipe is like the value of it. And you could easily get a very good meal for less than $13 most places, whether it's fast food or you're cooking it yourself. Um, So calculate the cost of housing and how that will impact the rest of your cost of living and see if you can save on that. One of my close friends lives in her sorority house for like $3,000, $4,000 maybe a semester, which is significantly cheaper than both dorming and getting an apartment literally anywhere, honestly, because I think rent for most people is going to be 
cheapest $900 a semester, like $900 a month. So $4,000 for housing that includes a bathroom, that includes the house gets cleaned by someone and they have a private chef at the house. Like all of that is saving money that she could be using elsewhere. Um, And that I think is really important. And again, you may have to make some sacrifices, but as long as it's a clean environment, I think that's the most important thing I've learned in college is a clean living space literally solves all of your issues. You can honestly spend as little time as you want in that living space because in college, again, there's so many resources you can use like the library or shared working spaces. And those really help out if you do end up having to live in a smaller space or sacrifice certain things about that living space. Those are my tips for this week. And again, I just wanted to touch on the fact that I know that these are not life-changing tips. I'm not going to be able to help you get like a $300,000 scholarship to fund your entire education, which I know is what a lot of people really need. But these are just some lessons that I've learned living away from school or away from home for the past semester and being in school and especially in New York City where everything is very expensive. The cost of living is just so high there. And As always, I will see you all next week for our first episode of 2022, which is actually going to be a New Year's special. We're going to be talking about some New Year's resolutions that I had you all send in. So I'm super excited about that. Um, But I'll see you all next week and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend.